Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. I think it's awesome. The Hammer and Nigel Show on 93 WIBC. You rock. Joel, Jason Hammer is here. Casey Daniels from the Kendall and Casey Show joining us for the side piece. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Excellent. Did you you lived in Michigan for a long time, right? Did you live in Michigan under the tyrannical rule of Big Gretch <laughs> during COVID? Yes, I did. Actually, I lived in Michigan twice. The first time for ten years. The second time for fifteen months. And actually, I the second time when I lived in Michigan was November of 2020. Is when I moved oh, there. Boy. Right. Oh. Tell me about it. Right when everything was getting really locked down and hardcore. Did you ever have Gretchen Whitmer yell from her boat on the water that you need to get in the house? (laughs) No, but she did tell me she was going to fix the damn roads, and she never did that. Hey, you need to get inside. It's not safe for you to be outside. I think the the governor's race there is pretty fascinating. Um, It's one of the more fascinating ones we've been paying attention to. Why? Because they're both attractive women? I don't think she's attractive. Oh, okay. I, I, don't, I, I think no, Big Gretch. Is, Casey, I, she's a horrible bitch. Yeah, she's oh. awful. She's, hey, she's now. really her tyrannical style ruling, and then the hypocrisy breaking her own COVID rules uh, a couple of different times. Really, just it, it's just one of those things where I hate that kind of crap. Do as I so, say, not as I do. Multiple so, times. How many times did we have Gretchen Whitmer in March hypocrisy madness yes, this year? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how do you? So what? Is, what's the polling there? Tudor Dixon is her uh, opponent. Yeah, what a and, great name, yeah, huh? It's a cool uh, name. So yeah, the lead has has shrunk a little. Whitmer was in the lead by about sixteen points, but the latest Detroit Free Press poll says that uh, Tudor Dixon has now uh, narrowed that down to an eleven point difference. Uh, Whitmer leading with forty nine percent to Tudor Dixon, who's at thirty eight percent. Yeah, I saw one with five percent. Really? Okay, well that's Detroit Free Press, so that's more of a that's liberal the equivalent leading. of the Indy Star. Yeah, it is. So, so take that for what you will. Yeah. Exactly. I'm telling you, I think what you're going to see come closer to midterm election time is all of these liberal outlets who had blue wave, blue wave, Democrats. They want to keep a little bit of credibility, so they kind of have to be somewhat close. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see that margin get closer and closer. And I think Gretchen probably still is the favorite in Michigan, but Tudor's making a run at this thing. Yeah, it's the first time that two women have ever run for governor in the state of Michigan, and this time... Gretchen Whitmer won't be able to use the female card because she's running against, well, she's running against a birthing person. We have a woman against a <laughs> birthing right. person. She did really well in the debates, though, too. I yeah, they did. To they just had their debate in Grand Rapids, actually, where I came from before I was here. Uh, interesting stuff. Wasn't that crazy, though? I just her, her tyrannical style of restrictions, like if you had a lake house, mm-hmm. you couldn't travel from your main house to go stay at your lake house. Mm-hmm. The, big story, so- the big story when I lived there was this uh, restaurant that defied her emergency power orders and stayed open and they ended up arresting the restaurant owner because of that. So wait a minute, the same woman who moved tables together at East Lansing restaurant
restaurant. Yeah. Was Miss Billy badass about that? Yeah, arresting a restaurateur in Holland, Michigan. They just repealed that, I believe, yesterday, by the way. They took away the governor's emergency powers in Michigan yesterday because of that. Wow. Yeah. So do people like her there? Because she's leading in polls. I mean, it sounds like she's got a real good shot to win again. What is her appeal in that state? Well, you have to... Consider that I think Michigan is <laughs> go blue. It's a blue state uh, right now. And she's with, the incumbent. Yeah, and she's the incumbent. And she, I don't know. I don't know, Hammer, because she, there's a lot of broken promises there. You know, she ran on fixing the damn roads. And now at the debate the other night, she said, eh, it's going to take me more than one term to fix the damn roads. So she's moving the goalposts there. She said when she originally ran that she wasn't going to raise any taxes. And she hallelujah. <laughs> Laughed off the idea of having a 20 cent gas tax. Well, now they have a 27 cent per gallon gas tax. So if you go to Michigan and try to fill up, you're going to pay 27 cents on gas tax, 22 cents for sales tax, and then 18 cents for federal gas tax. So if you fill up for $4.17, 67 cents of that is just going to the taxes. That Whitmer wasn't going to. Yeah, I, I don't know, Hammer, in, in case you could tell. I'm not as concerned with gubernatorial races. I think they're fascinating. They're fun to watch. I'm, I'm more concerned with the Senate and House and how those will affect future voting mm-hmm. in, in in Congress. But uh, I think that's one of the more fa- I, I think that's one of the more interesting ones. I think uh, Carrie Lake and Hobbs in Arizona. Right. I think Kemp is, is running away with it in uh, Georgia. It's going to make Abrams look stupid. What do you think is going to happen in Florida? <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> What's the guy's name that's running against DeSantis? It doesn't even Christ, matter. Uh, Charlie, uh, <laughs> yeah, Charlie Chris. Chris. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the and what are, I heard you guys talking about as you opened the Kendall and Casey show this morning, mm-hmm. some polling uh, from the New York Times as to what specifically uh, voters are concerned about. It's yeah. like kind of people are waking up to the fact that something that you and this show and our show have been have been talking about for months. Yeah, so this was a New York Times Siena College poll and it just came out yesterday and it affirms the argument that we've been saying for months. What's important to you? It's the roof over your head. It's the food on your table and the economy is beating abortion when it comes to your priorities so it's not going to be a rovember after all Hmm. Uh, they said only five percent of people care about the abortion issue and women are split right down the middle 47 to 47 on this and i thought the really interesting part about it was that the poll found that independent female voters swung dramatically to the right it's funny watching some of these folks that were just running on abortion nonstop mm-hmm. now trying to tie abortion into the economy. We played a clip earlier of Stacey Abrams bending herself into a pretzel saying, well, if you're upset about the high prices of gas, you better have an abortion. Yeah. Because, That's only going to you know, add to Kids it. are expensive, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, abortion doesn't affect everyone every day. But needing gas in your car does, and that's what a majority of people are starting, like you said, to wake up to, that, uh, you know, this is something you have to deal with. It's a daily pain in your life. How much are you going to pay for your groceries? How much, uh, you know, do you have enough money to put five, ten bucks in your gas tank to yeah. get you to work?
And finally, we're also seeing some of the national media late to the party uh, bringing up how important the economy is. Like, where have you folks been, like, for the last two years when we've been talking about how this exuberant amount of spending is going to be a problem yeah well and it's like nbc just came out and they were just saying how everybody's concerned about the economy now really now and and even (laughs) cnn is saying the same thing and they are they're all changing their tune but there was another poll that came out that i want to bring to your attention that was from gallup and they said that 34 percent of americans only 34 percent uh trust the media Hell, I thought it'd be lower than that. You think? I thought it would be lower than that because the same people who kept telling us Russian collusion exists, Mm -hmm. oh, there's so much Russian collusion, you're going to drown in it. It's going to flood your streets. You won't be able to believe, breathe because of Russian collusion. Now they're telling us that, wait a minute, the economy might be a factor. Mm -hmm. These people are idiots, Casey. They're not journalists. They're activists. Well, and that's what I said. So journalism used to report the news and let the viewers decide on the politician. Now they've moved to a position of reporting for the politician and making the viewer decide on the narrative yeah you made a really good point i was listening on my way in about how you know cnn has admitted yeah we're gonna go more uh centrist we're gonna go more hard more to no, the middle this. isn't that what, proof what right is, there exactly what is what are you admitting what are they exactly admitting when they say that you made a great point is that uh, yeah we were pretty hardcore biased uh narrative driven left news organization right well when the <laughs> new president comes out chris lichten he says yeah. you know we're replacing some of our talent because they were so anti-trump and we need to be more middle of the road yeah well there's the proof right there that's why people don't trust the media you know there's been these large companies and i used to work for one sinclair broadcasting where they were outed i don't know if you guys remember this a few years ago they assigned copy for the anchors to read and all across the country all of these anchors, it was the same copy i saw that video now for sinclair they do lean more conservative so the copy that they were reading was more pro-republican but it's just shows you right there that when the it's coming down from corporate you must say this well, people aren't going to trust the one who's delivering the message. And the thing is, like, let them be opinion hosts, right? Like, Tucker Carlson is not a news anchor. He's an opinion host. Right. Rachel Maddow is not a news anchor. She's an opinion host. CNN tries to disguise their news people, mm-hmm. and they do monologues with opinions. You know, see, that's where they ran into problems, and that's why those dirtbags were looking up even at MSNBC in the ratings. Well, and that's why even, you know, your local anchors, it's called journalism integrity they don't they're not supposed to give their opinion they're supposed to just present the facts and let the consumer form an opinion the kendall and casey show nine to noon monday through friday here at 93 wibc casey thank you hey thanks and uh, glad to have you back nigel thank you it's the hammer and nigel show be sure to catch us every weekday three to seven on 93 wibc or subscribe and get it right to your phone